Environmental Surface Hygiene in the OR, Strategies for Reducing the Transmission of Healthcare-Associated Infections, by Russ Branch and Azita Amiri. Abstract. Healthcare-Associated Infections, HAIs, cost billions of dollars annually in the United States and cause patient morbidity and mortality. There is increasing evidence that environmental surfaces in the OR setting, including anesthesia work areas, can harbor pathogens that can lead to HAIs. Patient care equipment used routinely in the OR, such as electrocardiograph wires, blood pressure cuffs, pulse oximetry probes, and monitor cables, can become contaminated with pathogens during surgical procedures. Without proper cleaning and disinfection between procedures, these items pose a risk for pathogen transmission and subsequent patient infections. This article discusses the association between contaminated surfaces in the OR and the risk for HAIs. It is essential that perioperative nurses, environmental services personnel, anesthesia technicians, and anesthesia professionals properly disinfect environmental surfaces to prevent HAIs. The World Health Organization defines a healthcare-associated infection, HAI, as an infection that occurs in a patient receiving care at a hospital or other healthcare facility that was not present or incubating at the time of admission. Healthcare-associated infections are the most frequent adverse event in healthcare and can result in prolonged hospital stays, long-term disability, and significant patient morbidity and mortality. The Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality reports that more than 1 million HAIs occur in the U.S. healthcare system annually and are estimated to cost billions of dollars each year. There is increasing evidence that hospital environmental surfaces play a larger role in HAI transmission than previously thought. Frequently touched hospital environmental surfaces, also called high-touch areas, act as bacterial reservoirs, providing a source of pathogens that are capable of causing HAIs in susceptible patients. Approximately 20 to 40 percent of HAIs in patients in adult intensive care units have been attributed to healthcare workers' pathogen-contaminated hands, either as a result of direct contact with infected or colonized patients or contact with contaminated surfaces in the hospital environment. In addition, pathogens such as methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, MRSA, vancomycin-resistant Enterococcus, VRE, Clostridioides difficile, C. difficile, Acinetobacter, and norovirus, can survive for prolonged periods on environmental surfaces, and the literature supports associations between contaminated hospital environmental surfaces and HAIs. When caring for patients in the OR, perioperative nursing personnel and anesthesia professionals, for example, anesthesiologists, CRNAs, certified anesthesiology assistants, may contact environmental surfaces that harbor pathogens from the blood, secretions, or other body fluids of previous patients. Patients' blood, secretions, or other body fluids may contaminate non-critical equipment items, that is, items that contact intact patient skin, in the immediate patient care environment, such as electrocardiograph wires, automated blood pressure cuffs and cables, and pulse oximetry sensors and cables, at any point during operative and other invasive procedures. 
Additional OR surfaces that are susceptible to contamination include patient transfer boards, anesthesia machines, IV poles and pumps, Mayo stands, computer keyboards and mice, that is, at the RN circulator and anesthesia workstations, OR beds, doors, medication dispensing units, and anesthesia supply carts. Without adequate environmental hygiene, hospital surfaces act as microbial reservoirs and increase the risk for pathogen transmission and HAI development. This article discusses the association between contaminated equipment surfaces in the OR and the development of HAIs, as well as environmental hygiene strategies to prevent infection transmission from environmental surfaces in the OR. Pathogen Transmission Via Environmental Surfaces Maintaining a sterile environment in the OR is central to protecting patient safety. However, ORs contain inanimate objects and equipment with surfaces that are susceptible to accumulating blood, secretions, and other body fluids during surgical and anesthesia care. Environmental contamination occurs when patients' blood or other body fluids contact equipment surfaces and when healthcare workers manually touch surfaces and handle equipment in the OR. If personnel do not perform adequate cleaning and disinfection, blood and other body fluids that harbor pathogens may remain on equipment surfaces and lead to HAIs in susceptible surgical patients. Infection outbreaks have been attributed to contaminated OR environmental surfaces, resulting from inadequate cleaning and disinfection practices. In both inpatient and outpatient ORs, high-touch areas, including the anesthesia professionals and RN circulators' computer mice, the OR bed, and the anesthesia medical cart, contain high levels of surface contamination as measured by the presence of colony-forming units, which poses a risk for pathogen transmission and subsequent HAIs, including surgical site infections. In a prospective diagnostic study, researchers used adenosine triphosphate, ATP, bioluminescence technology, which measures bioburden levels, and detected contamination on high-touch areas in six orthopedic ORs, including the light handles, computer keyboard, prep table, Clark socket attachment, patient positioners used for total hip and spine procedures, electrosurgical unit, forced air warming device, and tourniquet machine buttons, and the right side of the OR bed headboard. The undersurface of the OR bed headboard on the right side is a highly contaminated area where anesthesia professionals often place the suction tip after using it to clear patient secretions during procedures, for example, intubation-extubation. The authors postulated that these high-touch areas increase the risk of surgical side infections after orthopedic procedures. Anesthesia professionals play a critical role in intraoperative patient care and therefore can contribute to pathogen transmission in the OR. All phases of anesthesia care, including induction, maintenance, and emergence, require anesthesia professionals to be in close proximity to patients' blood or secretions that serve as a vector for pathogen transmission throughout the OR. They frequently work with their hands near the areas of the patient's body that act as pathogen reservoirs, for example, axillae, nares, pharynx, and therefore may contribute to equipment surface contamination in the anesthesia work area and potentially throughout the intraoperative environment. 
Pathogenic organisms may contaminate anesthesia machine surfaces, including the table that anesthesia professionals frequently use as a work surface during routine anesthesia care. Loftus and others studied bacterial reservoirs in the anesthesia work environment in a single-center study. They took cultures from anesthesia machine surfaces, that is, adjustable pressure-limiting valve, volatile agent dial, and patient IV stopcocks, during 61 randomly selected procedures and found the bacterial contamination of IV stopcocks occurred within as few as four minutes from the time of induction. The contaminated IV stopcocks were associated with intraoperative transmission of VRE and MSRA and an increase in patient mortality. In a different study, Loftus and others found that the adjustable pressure-limiting valve and volatile agent dial on the anesthesia machine harbored pathogenic organisms that is, gram-negative bacteria. In a multi-center study, the researchers substantiated their original findings that stopcock contamination is associated with an increase in patient mortality. When they investigated sources of stopcock contamination, they found that both the environment and anesthesia professionals' hands contributed to microbial transmission. However, the environment was the greater source of contamination of the two. Nevertheless, Anesthesia professionals' hands play an important role in contamination spread. In a different study, Loftus and others determined that intraoperative transmission of bacteria to patient IV stopcocks occurred in 19 out of 164 procedures, 11.5%, and of these, 47% of the transmissions originated from the anesthesia professional. Additionally, Intraoperative bacterial transmission to the anesthesia environment occurred in 89% of procedures, and of these, 12% originated from the anesthesia professional. The researchers concluded that contaminated anesthesia professionals' hands are a significant source of OR environmental and patient IV stopcock contamination. In a study conducted in a simulated environment, Researchers used dye to represent contamination and ultraviolet, UV light, to track the dye's transmission across surfaces. During simulated inductions performed by anesthesia professionals, the dye spread from the mannequin's mouth to the operative components of the anesthesia machine, that is, ventilator circuit, switches, vaporizer dials, flow meters, reservoir bag. Anesthesia cart drawers, medication vials, airway equipment, IV access ports, and the tape roll used to secure the endotracheal tube. The detection of simulated oral inoculum on work area surfaces after simulated induction suggests that contaminated anesthesia professionals' hands or gloves frequently touching items in the work area during the course of providing care can contribute to contamination spread in the OR. In another simulated study, researchers coated the inside of the mannequin's mouth with a fluorescent marker and subsequently detected it on surfaces in the OR environment. For example, laryngoscope handle and blade, head of bed, reservoir bag, anesthesia machine surface, oxygen valve, anesthesia circuit, anesthesia cart, IV hub, anesthesia drape, and concluded that anesthesia professionals' hands may act as vectors and contribute to the spread of contaminants in the OR. Environmental surface contamination in the anesthesia work area can lead to intraoperative bacterial transmission events 
that have patient safety implications, such as 30-day postoperative infections. Additionally, the data show that a number of intraoperative bacterial transmission events are linked to residual environmental contamination from surgical procedures, which suggests transmissions may occur from one patient to the next in the OR. Therefore, environmental surface cleaning and disinfection in the anesthesia work area is an area of importance that highlights the need for vigilance among perioperative nurses, anesthesia technicians, environmental services, EVS, personnel, and anesthesia professionals to implement and adhere to environmental hygiene practices. Essential Elements of Environmental Surface Hygiene in the OR Perioperative personnel should perform adequate environmental surface cleaning and disinfection after each surgical procedure to remove the contamination from OR and anesthesia work area surfaces resulting from the procedure. When creating or updating environmental surface hygiene policies and procedures, leaders should focus on the following elements. 1. Surface cleaning and disinfection of non-critical equipment and high-touch areas. 2. Room turnover cleaning between procedures. 3. Departmental policy and interdisciplinary collaboration. 4. Objective monitoring of cleaning performance. And 5. Staff member education and training. Cleaning and disinfection of non-critical items and high-touch surfaces. Effective environmental surface hygiene involves the dual process of both cleaning and disinfection. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention describes cleaning as the removal of visible soil, organic material, and contaminants from surfaces, in addition to the physical action of scrubbing to remove debris, prevent microbe activation, and improve disinfectant activity. An important consideration for effective cleaning is applying pressure during physical wiping with chemical disinfectant wipes or cloths. Although pressure exerted during wiping is important for cleaning outcomes, it is difficult to perform consistently. Disinfection is accomplished via the use of chemical products designed to kill pathogens, and personnel should perform low-level chemical disinfection on non-critical environmental surfaces in hospital settings after each patient use. Disinfection of hospital environmental surfaces plays a central role in reducing potential HAI transmission. In one study, daily environmental surface disinfection with an 80% compliance rate significantly reduced HAIs caused by C. difficile, MRSA, and VRE. Daily disinfection of high-touch surfaces also reduces pathogen acquisition on the hands of healthcare providers after making contact with these surfaces. Cleaning and disinfecting high-touch surfaces using Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, registered low-level chemical disinfectants is crucial for infection prevention. Current guidelines support cleaning and disinfecting non-critical items after each patient use, using a hospital-grade, EPA-registered, low-level chemical disinfectant. Examples of EPA-registered low-level chemical disinfectants with bactericidal, tuberculocidal, fungicidal, and virucidal properties that can be used on non-critical surfaces include sodium hypochlorite, a blend of hydrogen peroxide surfactants and wetting and chelating agents, phenolics, alcohol and quaternary ammonium compounds, and parasitic acid and hydrogen peroxide.
Personnel should apply surface disinfectants to high-touch surfaces with enough wetness to achieve the contact time. That is, the specific length of time that the disinfectant must remain in contact with a microorganism to produce chemical microbial inactivation, indicated on the product label, and then allow the disinfectant to dry. If using disposable pre-moistened disinfectant wipes for OR cleaning, the wipes must be sufficiently wet to achieve EPA-registered contact times indicated on the product label instructions. Wipes that are too dry should be replaced with a fresh, wet wipe. Non-critical items and high-touch surfaces in the OR, including the anesthesia work area, that are likely to be microbially contaminated and require low-level disinfection include reusable blood pressure and pneumatic tourniquet cuffs, pulse oximeter probes, electrocardiograph wires, patient care equipment cables, patient monitors and control panels, switches, knobs, handles, twitch monitor leads and sensors, anesthesia machine work surfaces, for example, gas flow control knobs, vaporizer dials, adjustable pressure limiting valves, ventilator switches. OR and anesthesia equipment supply carts, OR and anesthesia computer keyboards and mice, OR beds, reusable safety straps, IV poles, patient positioning devices, patient transfer devices, overhead lights, tables, and mayo stands. There is discussion in the literature regarding the use of detergents to clean OR environmental surfaces before disinfection. However, the use of detergent as a sole cleaning agent is controversial because evidence suggests that disinfectants are more effective than non-germicidal detergents in reducing microbial contamination levels and HAIs caused by C. difficile, MRSA, and VRE. After caring for surgical patients infected or colonized with C. difficile, personnel should follow recommended cleaning practices for high-touch environmental surfaces and patient care equipment, including using chemical disinfectants with sporicidal activity, such as sodium hypochlorite, or parasitic acid and hydrogen peroxide. Room Turnover Cleaning Research findings suggest a high rate of intraoperative transmission events were linked to bacterial reservoirs that persisted from one procedure inpatient to the next procedure inpatient in the same room, which underscores the need for heightened vigilance in cleaning environmental surfaces in the OR, including the anesthesia work area, during room turnover. Personnel should thoroughly clean high-touch surfaces that are most likely to be contaminated and prioritize surfaces that come in physical contact with patients, for example, monitoring equipment, cables. Components in the anesthesia work area that are most likely to be contaminated after each surgical procedure and that require cleaning during room turnover include the anesthesia machine, supply cart, and computer keyboard and mouse. The recommended practice for OR environmental cleaning is to re-establish a clean environment after each operative or other invasive procedure. Therefore, personnel should clean and disinfect patient care equipment surfaces not only at the end of the day during terminal cleaning, but also after each procedure as an infection prevention measure. See Figure 1. A focus on rapid room turnover times, sometimes limited to between 10 and 15 minutes, adds to the challenge of room turnover cleaning. Time pressure may hinder staff members from performing adequate room turnover cleaning, which poses a threat to patient safety. Environmental service leaders acknowledge the importance of interdisciplinary communication and cooperation, 
because EVS personnel require adequate time to perform their job properly. Perioperative nurse leaders can implement strategies that facilitate thorough room turnover cleaning, such as clearly communicating the amount of time required for room turnover with surgeons, hospital administrators, and nursing and anesthesia personnel. Departmental Policy and Interdisciplinary Collaboration The AORN, Guideline for Environmental Cleaning, emphasizes that, quote, all perioperative team members have a responsibility to provide a clean and safe environment for patients, end quote. Typically, the responsibility for cleaning and disinfection of high-touch surfaces in the OR environment, including the anesthesia work area, is shared among nursing, EVS, and anesthesia personnel. Perioperative nursing, EVS, and anesthesia department leaders should ensure that the departmental policies and cleaning protocols in place reflect the recommendations for environmental hygiene based on current research. Environmental cleaning guidelines for healthcare settings support assigning specific staff members the responsibility of conducting cleaning in healthcare facilities. Therefore, departmental policies should indicate which staff members are responsible for cleaning and disinfecting patient care equipment surfaces after each procedure. Lack of clearly defined roles during OR cleaning, including room turnover, contributes to inconsistent cleaning of high-touch surfaces. Clearly assigning which personnel are responsible for cleaning specific areas of the OR minimizes confusion about division of labor and creates accountability for cleaning tasks. Standardization of cleaning tasks also improves cleaning consistency and ensures all environmental surfaces receive adequate cleaning and disinfection. Cleaning policies should indicate the EPA-registered hospital-grade cleaning products intended for environmental surface hygiene and that personnel should use the cleaning products based on the manufacturer's instructions for use. Departmental policies also should ensure adequate time for staff members to clean patient care equipment thoroughly during room turnover, which presents a major challenge because most OR economic models demand rapid turnover times. Perioperative leaders should adopt objective methods to evaluate the quality of environmental surface cleaning and conduct periodic audits to monitor staff member adherence to cleaning protocols. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends that hospital protocols specify the tools that personnel should use to indicate and identify that patient care equipment has been properly cleaned and disinfected, such as a tagging system, or placing properly cleaned and disinfected equipment in a dedicated clean area. Objective Monitoring of Cleaning Performance Objectively monitoring staff members' cleaning performance and providing appropriate feedback is an integral part of healthcare facility infection prevention. Monitoring of cleaning practices and staff member adherence to cleaning protocols can help decrease hospital environmental surface contamination by improving cleaning quality and reducing patient HAI transmission. Objective methods for evaluating personnel's cleaning performance are preferable to visual inspection alone, which may be an unreliable indicator of surface cleaning thoroughness. One method of monitoring surface contamination in the OR is quantifying the aerobic colony count obtained from environmental samples. This method, however, has limited use in cleaning performance evaluation because samples require microbiology laboratory analysis, which can take 48 to 72 hours to produce results. 
Two objective methods that can provide immediate results for evaluating personnel's cleaning performance are ATP bioluminescence assay and fluorescent markers with UV light. Evaluators can use ATP bioluminescence assay or transparent fluorescent markers with UV light to detect the presence of organic material on environmental surfaces. Both methods are used to evaluate the thoroughness of cleaning and the results can be used to provide feedback to staff members regarding their cleaning performance. Fluorescent marking used in conjunction with UV light may be more useful than ATP bioluminescence assay for objective monitoring because of its usefulness in determining surface wiping thoroughness. Evaluators can place fluorescent markers on OR environmental surfaces that, when seen under a UV light source, suggest poor environmental cleaning. In one study, researchers used fluorescent markers to assess cleaning thoroughness after EVS staff members performed terminal cleaning in 36 acute care hospitals. At baseline, they found that 48% of surfaces were adequately cleaned. However, this increased to 77% after fluorescent marking evaluation feedback was provided to the staff members. In a prospective environmental study conducted in the ORs of a large teaching hospital, researchers used fluorescent markers with UV light to evaluate environmental surface cleaning and used the results to provide feedback to staff members, which resulted in the proportion of fluorescent marker removal, that is, cleaning of contaminated areas, increasing from 47% at baseline to 82% after providing feedback. More recently, Cleaning audits on the inpatient units of a large academic hospital used fluorescent markings to measure cleaning quality. After feedback was provided to staff members regarding baseline fluorescent marking results, 49% compliance rate for EBS staff members, 15% for clinical staff members, fluorescent marking removal during cleaning increased to 85% for EBS staff members and 56% for clinical staff members. Adenosine triphosphate bioluminescence assay involves a specialized swab for obtaining environmental surface samples, which are then analyzed using a portable hand luminometer. The luminometer measures the total amount of ATP present in environmental surface samples obtained and is expressed as a quantitative measurement in relative light units. Although organic material present in environmental samples can be microbial or nonmicrobial in origin, the presence of ATP on surfaces is being used as a proxy for microbial contamination and in evaluating and improving surface cleanliness. There is a paucity of research on objective monitoring methods to evaluate the thoroughness of surface cleaning during room turnover, the fast pace in the OR, and the unlikelihood of clandestinely applying fluorescent gel markings between procedures to evaluate turnover cleaning quality makes such studies difficult to conduct. However, Researchers recently used ATP bioluminescence assay to evaluate OR cleaning efficiency during room turnover between the first and second procedures of the day in 10 ORs of two public hospitals. And the authors concluded that ATP bioluminescence assay can be a useful tool to measure the efficiency of environmental cleaning and provide rapid feedback regarding the cleaning quality. Staff Member Education and Training Another crucial aspect of infection prevention in healthcare facilities is ensuring that staff members receive the proper education and training in environmental surface hygiene practices. 
Infection prevention strategies that include education and training in cleaning and disinfection tasks may improve environmental cleaning quality and result in reduced transmission rates of HAIs. In the OR, education and training in environmental hygiene should include all staff members who perform OR environmental and anesthesia work area cleaning and disinfection, for example, nursing, EVS, and anesthesia personnel, and should occur during both orientation for all newly hired personnel and at regular intervals throughout the year with competency validation. Staff member education and training should cover the principles of infection prevention, including the role of the environment in pathogen transmission and methods of environmental cleaning and disinfection. The education should include the application method for the disinfection product and emphasize liberal application and sufficient wetness to achieve disinfectant contact time and product use according to the manufacturer's instructions. Teaching also should focus on high-touch environmental surface areas in the OR, including the anesthesia work area, that are more likely to be contaminated, and perioperative nurse leaders should clearly relay the expectation that all patient care equipment surfaces be cleaned and disinfected after each patient use. Conclusion Environmental surface hygiene plays a key role in a multimodal approach to infection prevention in healthcare settings. An important consideration for perioperative nurse leaders in the current OR climate is ensuring that time pressure on personnel to complete turnovers quickly does not result in inadequate cleaning and disinfection of contaminated equipment and non-critical items in the OR, including anesthesia work areas. Contaminated OR equipment, particularly high-touch items, can accumulate pathogens that may be transmitted to patients and may cause HAIs. By performing the appropriate OR environmental surface cleaning and disinfection, personnel may reduce the microbial load on these surfaces, decrease the risk for pathogen transmission, and subsequently reduce the number of HAIs. Because the OR is a shared environment in which both nursing personnel and anesthesia professionals practice, providing a safe and clean work environment for every patient entering the OR requires a multidisciplinary effort. Future research on this topic should seek to identify practical, evidence-based methods for evaluating the adequacy of environmental surface cleaning and disinfection during OR turnover.